Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. having a morning cup of coffee it's definitely noon but that's fine time is a I mean, construct nothing is real <laughs> <laughs> please don't get me started on existential crisis this early <laughs> anyway how do you feel about time and the void of space that we live in confused slightly perplexed and a little anxious i would say yeah that's relatable content yeah i mean hi welcome to my life it's just in the context of time I have a lot of questions and I'm always very nervous. <laughs> it's great. It's a great, it's a yep. great life mm-hmm. to live. I am so excited to be here. It also feels very quiet and I don't know why that is. I think I got used to the fact that there were going to be other people in this recording space with me and I was like, oh, it's just me and my stuff. What are animals. the other voices? I don't... Oh, wow. Well, well, <laughs> as you are aware, mm-hmm. I work in a school. Yes. It's a great life that I live. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm working in a very small school with about 500 people mm-hmm. in it, which is terrifying to me because I went to a high school with 2,000 people in it. <laughs> um, and so it's still very perplexing to me. One of my jobs is working and monitoring like lunch, which is a very, it's a whole other thing. But what I've noticed two days ago, after staring at this lunchroom for an hour every day for the past month, Cody, this lunchroom looks exactly like the lunchroom in Twilight. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. And I... It's the best thing, is what I'm trying to say. Are you sure that, like, you know, it's not just every Pacific Northwest lunchroom looking exactly the same? First of all, not all lunchrooms. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, my God. um, And, yes, I'm sure, because I've worked in a lot of high schools, and... They all don't look the same. I've been staring at this one spot for the past month being like, this seems vaguely familiar to me. And then I saw someone come through the exterior doors, very Colin-like, and I was like, I was shook in the space (laughs) because everything all made sense at that point. Yeah, for sure. And basically, I can never get Twilight out of my head. And that's where I'm at in life right now. No, that's really great. Yes, thank you for letting me share. I love how your personal and your public life or professional life are just really merging in one. (laughs) Yes, I mean, always. Anytime someone says anything vaguely Twilight related, my head swivels back and is just like, (laughs) I am in this conversation now. Um, There's no neck. I'm terrified of owls, so I find that really disrespectful. Oh, my God. I don't trust them. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> they're they're birds i don't trust them I um <laughs> I do, yeah i've forgotten that you have a weird hatred and skepticism of birds <laughs> i just i don't i don't like the look um <laughs> but that literally happened to me all during PodCon. is i would just hear someone start a conversation i would just turn around and be like hi i'm in this conversation now it's the plight of being an extrovert i would say oh boy 
Wow. But yes, I'm happy to be back though. I yeah, still haven't finished okay. unpacking. Great. Wow. Which is a problem. It's been a whole um, week. It's fine. <laughs> I just, okay. listen, I don't like endings. I don't like goodbyes. Oh my God. It's a problem. Would you like to talk about current events with me though? Because we have some interesting that. stuff. We do. Where would you like to start first? We could start with Angela. Our, okay. Our beautiful gal. Our lovely individual of Christian Serratos. So I don't watch The Walking Dead. Neither do I. I was I tried. I, honestly I saw it in my timeline the other day and I was shocked that it was still on. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. If it weren't for the fact that a lot of my friends like genuinely love the show and care about it a lot, I would have also agreed with that. Sure. Um, I tried it once, but I, you know, folks, this might surprise you. A year into this show, I don't like blood. Wow, uh, and That's, yeah, <laughs> new, really important. Um, and there's a lot of blood in the walking, walking Dead. A lot of blood. There's my review. But it is cool to know that she's been on this show for like a couple years now, and I had literally no idea. Great. No, that's very good. It's making the rounds on all of the news outlets that we get yeah, sent to our email. Yeah, but also all of these news outlets are behind too, because like all of these are new articles. So it's not like we're just behind on the trend too. There were about three articles that came out this week and sent to our email specifically about this so cosmo get your shit together is all i'm trying to say that's all i'm trying to say that's all i'm trying to say so (laughs) we have to talk about a little bit more of a sad one though so thank you to vogue for this article so case (laughs) two and bryce dallas howard who played victoria in eclipse were some of the folks that went to anton yelchin's art preview thing and i cry yeah just let's a moment of silence where we all just cry for the next three minutes of this podcast. Honestly, I just I miss him so much, and it yeah. kills me sometimes. But it was nice that Casey was there and mm-hmm. went to support, and she looked great. So yep. good on her. And the art looks great. And the art looks amazing. It's all great. It's just sad, but it's also yeah. great. Welcome to Into the Twilight. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Things that make me frustrated include this last piece of news that we have. Yeah. This opinion piece. Yeah. Uh, It was posted by the Hamilton Spectator. Why could I not read that word? Um, The the article, the opinion title, I guess, is How Should We Read Twilight in the Age of Hashtag Me Too? Which, first of all, great question. Right. Good talking point. A valid thing to discuss. Yeah, that's an important thing to discuss. However, this article gets a little off the rails. A little Real bit. Real quick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it, other than the fact that the person who wrote this is a parent, and they are quoted in here saying, quote, because once you see Robert Pattinson as Edward, you can't unsee it. No man will ever measure up to that fantasy. You will forever be disappointed in men, same, who are not (laughs) Edward and do not look like Robert Pattinson, possibly the most beautiful man in the history of humanity. So... Like, it's hmm. definitely not the take I thought it was gonna go with this, you know? Because, like, the article, in my mind, could have been like, hey, in the wake of all of um, these allegations and all of this, like, controversy and all the talking about sexual assault and a whole wide spectrum of things like here's how we can also like kind of what we do how we can analyze that into like men that we idolize in all aspects of how we like examine media and culture 
And like that could be fictional people and it could also be like real life people that we also put on a pedestal. Right. And don't see as actual humans with flaws and also have the ability to be evil and have and do bad things. And but this was like, well this is this right here, Edward Cullen, is the definition of perfection, which if you've been here for uh any second of time, we will tear that down immediately. Yeah. And the fact that like this is the pinnacle of perfection, no man will reach up to this standard is already kind of like meh. And also that's not a point that really matters in the wake of this conversation, you know? Right. Well, and I found, and maybe this was just me, when I was reading it, it was vaguely a little Bella blaming. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's not how <laughs> yeah. I view this series yeah. at all. And I think that that's one of our points of this podcast is trying to understand why all of this hate came in for not only the character of Bella Swan, but also case do the literal like actress who portrayed her yeah yeah and what that means and trying to unpack that as a societal reflex and i felt like some of the points of this were like men are perfect and i don't understand why bella is in this and i was like are you one of the 13 year olds that i still see hating on bella swan on twitter because like why but i do think that it's an important question to ask and I obviously everyone is entitled to an opinion about it. Right. Especially uh, in an op-ed, but... <laughs> yeah. But I just, I don't know. It's not usual that we get an opinion piece about Twilight in our email. Uh, and so it seemed worthy of discussing, if nothing else. Yeah. We did get one listener question this week. Woo. And I'm very excited about this question. Uh The question is, since Bella had a life montage before she woke up, what would your life montage be? And that's a lot. Yeah. It's a great uh, question. Yeah. So just like, we'll come back next week. (laughs) We'll (laughs) We'll give you a week to think about it. Everyone like write down whatever you want. Put your own little soundtrack together. You know, get all in there. And then we'll we'll come back. (laughs) The thing about it, like my first instinct is, well, damn, I'm 23. Mm-hmm. I've gone through a lot in my life, subjectively, but like right. objectively, what would right. I include in my life's greatest hits? For sure. And and then I was thinking like, well, Bella was 18 mm-hmm. when she had her montage and there was still a shit ton of stuff in there. So mm-hmm. maybe my montage would be quite big. I don't know. Do you have any interesting thoughts about this? Um, no. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like I'm I'm the least like retrospective person on the planet. Like <laughs> and it's just like I can't I just it's really hard. But I do like thinking of like, oh, what song would it be like? Or like what, you know, like I don't know. You know what That's I mean? Like how so would it be like pieced together and like I don't know, how it would flow and like the movie, I guess, of your life or whatever. Yeah, I didn't even my mind didn't even go to music. It was going mm-hmm. specifically to events. Um this is going to get hashtag real for just like a quick second. But seven, yeah, seven years ago, um, I was in the hospital and had to get my heart restarted. Mm-hmm. Um, fun times, you know, the usual. And, yeah, your, your everyday Tuesday. <laughs> and I literally thought I was dying. And mm-hmm. so I did see like my life flash before my... <laughs> Hi, welcome to Into the New Age. And, uh, <laughs> and so all I could think about was like, would that be in my current montage now? And how meta would that be? And I just got off track, so. (laughs) Then I just went off the rails a little bit. (laughs) Because, you know, time and stuff. Um, And it just, you know, 
it just fucks me up a little bit sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. So, would you like to talk about book three with me, Cody? I fucking guess. Oh, I, to be fair, we are back with Bella. So Thank fucking God, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'd be so happy to be in her goddamn brain, but like, ugh, anything. Anything is better than what we had to experience. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Jacob. Um, th- I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on this preface. <sighs> we can't get, like, what? We, we haven't even finished this, like... <sighs> <laughs> oh, well, okay, so to be fair, we, okay, so we should probably talk about the epigraph, too. So, <laughs> I just, Steph, like, she really was like, oh, it's a different book, wink. I can put in another, like, preface and another fucking epilogue and all these fucking things. Like, you know what, ma'am? No, stop. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Yes. Um, I, this, especially the start of book three is very angsty, and mm. all I can think about is, like, the freshman high school self of my that was a lot of words um who read this epigraph where literally one of the phrases is quote everyone you love is a hostage and thinking about what music i was listening to at that time (laughs) and how angsty i was trying to be for someone who is very much not an angsty person oh for real so yes this preface which is an on well it was an ongoing nightmare of bella's Mm -hmm. but as we can see kind of quickly in this surprisingly short preface, thank you, Steph, um, is it's not necessarily fear anymore that Bella's feeling. So, yay, character development, I guess. Yes. Um, I just love the fact that Bella is, like, horny for fighting. (laughs) She's she's ready to throw hands. Yeah, she's she's just so turned on by the fight. (laughs) Yeah. So she is thinking about the Volturi, and she is ready and willing to just Ugh, like let fuck me some em. stuff up, <laughs> which is great. Like I'm proud of you, Bella. Good job. Before we can get to that, though, is chapter 19, titled "Burning." And now, folks, I would like you to put on your English classroom hats just once again and think about what the symbolism and foreshadowing of a <laughs> chapter titled "Name Burning" is. Mm-hmm. Because, hmm. (laughs) Great. Just everyone just keep that in your minds. (laughs) Yes. So I'm very curious about your feelings on this chapter, especially because of the fact that it's kind of included in the last few minutes of the Breaking Down Part 1 movie. Mm -hmm. And so now you have like a mental image for what she's going through. Right. Yeah. Which I think colors this in a bit of a different way than just imagining Bella being charred alive and not (sighs) moving on the outside. And it was kind of interesting because jumping from the movie to book uh three question mark two fuck where am i yeah whatever bella's now reading again um i forgot that we like hadn't like the baby wasn't really out yet and all and bell wasn't a vampire at the end of like jacob's thing like we still had a little bit to go from where the movie left off to like kind of rehash you know kind of recontextualize the stuff yes. from her perspective, which is cool. Yes. It was nice to be back in Bella's head. Yeah. Especially because this is a very different Bella than the Bella that we read three, four books ago. Yes. So it's very different. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I just need to get off my plate, because I've been thinking about it for like a week or so, <laughs> is the part where Bella's reality was read. And I don't know about you, <laughs> but I was thinking about... 
Taylor Swift. Of course. So, and of course you introed that being like, I don't know about you, another thank you. Taylor adjacent. <laughs> right. uh, I hate you. I, anyway. I know. <laughs> um, was that it this... or did you have something to go off of that? No, that was, that was it. Great, um, cool. that was... <laughs> Great. Um, there is still a lot more blood in this chapter than I would prefer. So no, thank you. Um, the important things about this before we get into like Bella dissociating for the last (laughs) half of this chapter is we do get her perspective on Renesmee's birth, Mm -hmm. which is important, especially when, so Edward, of course, as we talked about before, was very concerned about the morphine getting into Bella's system before she changed. Right. And she was like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Get that turd out of me. (laughs) Oh, no. That's so much. Um, But it, I don't know, it is nice to get this from Bella's perspective rather than Jacob's perspective. Yeah, thank Uh, God. I don't need you to mansplain her birth. Thank you very much. (laughs) Listen. That's real. Um, We do get a lot of Bella just being like, well, I'm sort of departing into this black void space, <laughs> but chill. I promise to Jacob that I need to stay alive. <laughs> so it's just a lot. Anyway, there is an important part when she finds out that it's Renesmee and mm-hmm. not EJ, which like, fuck. Um, <sighs> where she says, quote, not the pale and perfect son of my imagination. What? I felt a moment of shock. And it's like, hey. What? that's the worst thing there was a time when she was like still you know believing it was a a boy or whatever and she was like my edward james and i was like i need to what it's just like at least just say ej like ej's bad but like please don't say his full god-given name absolutely not (laughs) no no yeah it's so bad or Um, edward jacob sorry fuck where am i (laughs) The one thing that I wanted to touch on this, though, um, we did get someone who submitted, it wasn't really a question, it was more so just a response to our (laughs) Tumblr, which, thank you for that. Um, And they were talking about the fact that when, so they are Catholic, Mm -hmm. Irish Catholic, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) they said um, that when they were confirmed um (laughs) their quote is when you're 11 you're confirmed which means you're part of jesus squad and you get to take a bonus jonas name just because um Hmm. and so i wanted to put this in here because the person chose isabel as their confirming like their confirmation name and so they still get to like laugh and think about twilight even after all this time wow so thank you for that good good Christian Catholic <laughs> piece. <laughs> Thank you for this gift. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Um, we do get to see parts of Bella being very shocked by the way that Renesmee looks, which seems redundant after watching the movie, but it is important to remember that this is her first time. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because of the fact that she explains that Renesmee's first look at Bella was one of like shock. <laughs> And I just want to know why Stephanie thought that that was necessary. But anyway, Renesmee kills Bella, and then Bella dies. Welcome, if you weren't caught up before. Yeah. And then we just get the rest of this, like, the back half of this chapter is just, like, dissociation central. And it's a lot to read. There's a lot of, like, black and red imagery going on. And it was... 
it was annoying to read for me personally. Until, of course, she gets to the part where she's like, oh, Renezme, my not-son, I want to live for you. And I was like, that was quick, but yeah, sure. And then it's just a lot of, like, heat references. Right. And fire references. Because it's Stephanie, of course, so this takes way longer than it should to describe her transformation. The one thing that I wanted to discuss with you, though, is eventually Bella gets to the point where she's like, oh, well, I definitely, like, can't scream. It's less about her, like, physically not being able to, more so that she's making a choice not to scream. (laughs) I refuse to scream. (laughs) Because she doesn't want Edward to be upset about it. And I would like all your thoughts, Cody, please. Uh, I mean, it's just like she does this shit all the time, right? Where she's like, well, I'm just going to make myself a little bit like um, more easily digestible and like, you know, actually feel my emotions to the extent of which I'm actually feeling them and repressing all these things or like just making herself more like palatable and comfortable for other people rather than herself. And it's just like, ma'am, can we just please... You're literally transforming. You are being seared from the inside out and becoming someone new. And you still feel like, oh, well, I'm very much more concerned about my husband in this moment. And if I scream and let him know how much pain I'm in, because he definitely doesn't know, (laughs) then, because he's never been through it before. No. Then I'm going to make him so upset. And it's like, Steph, (sighs) hey, hey, hey. Stop. Stephanie. It's like, if there was, if you, like, I get it. You can, you know, package all of your actual, like, pain or whatever the fuck. Fine. Live your fucking truth, I guess. If there was one time to maybe, like, let loose a little bit and really just, like, go at it. I think when you're, like, turning into, like, a demon vampire and, like, in the most excruciating pain you'll ever be in your entire life, maybe now is the time to do that. But now it's time. Whatever. Yes. The only redeeming parts of this chapter for me were when she's able to overhear the conversations of her family members when mm-hmm. they're trying to observe her. So like Edward comes in and he's very scared and very nervous. <laughs> Mood. Um, <laughs> because his wife is not making any movement at all during this transformation which of course would make him more anxious than just her like letting loose and living her truth um also letting loose and living my truth my new memoir (laughs) the the alexandria taylor story um that's great so he's v scared right during all this and bella's like Mm -hmm. don't scream don't scream don't scream during all this and then of course daddy malfoy comes to the rescue and it's like edward I see you, I'm trying to validate you, but stop worrying. She's fine. (laughs) Which, thank you, I need that in my life for always. But he's very much taking this on himself of like, I must have done something wrong, and he's just like crying like in the corner. And of course, Carlisle has to be like, dude, chill. Belle's gonna be fine. Stop berating yourself. Like, literally stop berating yourself. (laughs) Which is great. So, that was nice. Belle's still dying oh before all this though they edward and carlisle have this like brief hinting at jacob and i was curious how you felt about that because bella was like hmm and like what (laughs) and she's like listen there's other things to worry about we're gonna discuss this let's just get this show on the road right now yes um of course we get more of alice which is nice because i missed her and she comes in like Edward, seriously, you have to stop worrying. 
She's going to be fine. I can see it now. It'll all be good. <laughs> and he's still just like in a pile, just crying as usual. <laughs> Mood. Stephanie does this whole description for like two pages of like, she's going to be dazzling. And it's like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> There's a brief moment of baseball, which is good. Thank you, Stephanie, for that. Love a good game of baseball. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's not like there's anything else to worry about. Just like, let's just chill out with the just guys being dudes, you know? Just play a good game of baseball. (laughs) Um, Bella gets to the point where she's trying to focus on anything to distract herself from the pain that she's decided to count Edward's breaths. (laughs) And it was a lot to read. So I don't necessarily feel that good about that. They're all getting ready to welcome Bella because apparently during this part, her heart took off and is, quote, beating like helicopter blades. So, you know. (laughs) Just another Manic Monday, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Literally, same. Um, Great. (laughs) So during all this, she's like, okay, so my heart's about to explode, but then it just stops. And the chapter ends with her opening her eyes, just like Breaking Dawn Part 1 ended. Yeah. Great. Finally. And we're back. Happy to (laughs) that. So this is when the shit gets real and new, which is perfect because chapter 20 is titled new. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Here's the thing. We've talked about Stephanie's writing a lot in the past year and how Mm. you give her one new scene that she could possibly describe and she will spend as many pages as necessary to just give you the fullest richest (sighs) texture of it possible she's like willa cather but worse (laughs) (laughs) this chapter is no exception because now apparently bella has those new new eyes and so she's seeing everything for the first time. She is smelling things for the first time. Mm. She's breathing in air and tasting things for the first time. (laughs) And it's all just a lot. It's like, hey, let's just talk about everything that you do in a normal human day and how it's like a little bit different. Yep. I'm over it. I can get it. I get the novelty. I get it. Like, you're experiencing everything in totally new ways. I get it. However, I don't need every minute of your fucking life. Like, man, this toast sure tastes different (laughs) when you're a vampire. Like, I get it. Wow, I can hear stuff from the freeway. I must be amazing. But also, (laughs) I'm confused. There's this part, though, where, of course, Edward has realized that she's now, like, full vamp and so he comes over and like tries to touch her hand and because of the fact that he's not cold bella's response is to like backflip off this <laughs> off this bed and just like make freaking lose it which is a move absolutely yeah <laughs> like she's literally like crouched against the wall defensively and then she's like oh well of course edward and i are the same temperature now silly me but this is great i love this scene though because it's also really good in the movie, personally. Mm. But just the idea that Emmett and Jasper are having to, like, be this barrier between the rest of the family and Bella because she's so strong. She's just so yoked. and <laughs> She's so excited. She's happy to be here. But they're also just like, hey, Bella, chill. It's all fine. We cool. You're crushing my bones, Bella. <laughs> and during all this, Alice is just, like, super giddy. It's fantastic. Oh. I I never want her to, like go back to like 
being like a normal level of strength. I just want her to be like this beefcake forever, being like, I'm just too powerful for my own strength, but in this very small, tiny person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> being like, yes, let's go. Just like fighting Emmett and like loving the chase and the fight. Oh, just you wait, Cody. There's <sighs> so much. There's so much. <sighs> There's a lot more that we have to get to before the good, good stuff, though. Like yeah. when Bella looks at Edward's face for the first time. <sighs> And we're off to the races, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie even literally wrote, I needed better words. Yeah, Steph. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like any, anyone. <laughs> Anything other than this. Yeah. So Edward is trying to calm Bella down because she's so yoked and just <laughs> the, the biggest most. danger to everybody. <laughs> During all this, Bella's very confused. She has a lot of questions, understandably so. Like, where is her daughter? <laughs> and, like, yes. why? Yeah. Why are they keeping my daughter from me? Also, where is Jacob? Yep. And finally, the important question, are Seth and Leah still here? Are they okay? Yeah. Good questions. Thank you. She also asks about Charlie in her mind, not out loud. And I just, <laughs> I miss him, you know? I miss my boy. I miss him a lot. I miss my dad and my son. <laughs> my, my sad. Nope. Nope. I'm going to workshop no, it. I'll, Charlie's <laughs> absolutely a sad. <laughs> Don't you ever take that back. Okay. All right. I'm going to commit to the My beautiful, and, sad Charlie. <laughs> oh, capital S, TM, sad Charlie. Yep. During all this, Bella finally is, like, chill enough to be able to go over and hug Edward. Mm -hmm. And she's just... I cannot stress this enough, folks. She's yoked to the max. Like, she's so she's, happy to be here. <laughs> she has a lot of enthusiasm. She also has mm -hmm. a lot of power. Yeah. And it's a lot for Edward to handle. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, like, in the... He likes it, you know? Oh, of course. Like, he... Absolutely. He likes it. Because, like, the whole time of him, like, his whole thing is like, no, I can't fuck you because I'm too strong and, like, you won't be able to handle it. And now she, he's like, hell, yeah, let's fucking go. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, it's great. There's about three pages where they just say I love you to each other over oh, and over again. It's so bad. <laughs> it's the worst thing. Um, and then they kiss for about another 15 pages. Literally. Like <laughs> this whole chapter is just, like, their makeout session. At, uh, literally to the point of which, like, th their, like, inner dialogue is, like, interrupted by Emmett coming in. Because, like, hey, guys, we're taking too long on this. Can we just yeah, move? He, Let's get Emmett, the show on the road. The horn dog of all of them. The one who literally. is most, like, live your truth, do the best you can, is, like, hey, hi, hi, we're here. There's still other things that are happening. We're yes. here. What's up? I just, just like straddling your mans. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> My favorite part about this, though, is like Edward, our blushing bride, being comfortable <laughs> with expressing like his sexuality. Wow. Because after after they kiss, Bella's like, you've been holding out on me. And it's described as he's like laughing and like radiant with relief. And he's all like, well, this is perfect and great. <laughs> and now I feel comfortable. So... Look out, folks. <laughs> Look out, world. It's me, Edward. <laughs> oh, my um, God. So great. During all this, Carlisle starts asking questions like, hi, what do you remember? And Bella, still being Bella, has to lie about her experience and be like, Ugh. it was totes fine. 
it's great. Cool. Don't worry. Um, she's worried that her cheeks will give off her lying still. And it's like, Bella, not how that works, babe. But good try. No. No. I still appreciate you thinking that you're human, though. It's great. It's a good time. (laughs) There's a lot of conversation here where Carlisle's like, well, we're going to talk about this later because you must be V-thirsty. And then all of a sudden, Bella remembers that she's thirsty. (laughs) Oh, shit. Her self-control, folks. It's just the strongest. Through the roof, really. Yes. Uh, It's just a lot. Um, (laughs) There was this post I remember seeing on Tumblr. I'll, I'll post it. Like, I'll reblog it again just so that folks can see it. But it had all of the transformations of the rest of the Cullen family and how Bella's transformation is, like, a little bit of each one of theirs. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was cool. I didn't think of it, so I'm not going to talk about it here because why <laughs> the fuck didn't I think of it? Sure. Um, <laughs> but it has, like, it goes through and talks about how, like, Esme and Bella both had broken backs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So... Steph kind of, like, pitched through and chose all that stuff. Anyway, Bella is thirsty in life and in love, and it needs to be taken care of. Hmm. <laughs> She's physically and emotionally thirsty. I mean, am I wrong, though? I'm not no, wrong. No, not at all. No, not at all. So, during all this, Bella's like, well, that sounds great, but also, my actual child. Where is my child? I want my child. <laughs> and Edward is trying to distract her by being like, well... Didn't you always want to see me hunt? Don't you want to do that? It's like, Edward, shut up. Stop. Can we chill for a second, please? All of you need to just stop it. Um, but yes, during all of this, everybody is perplexed by Bella. Like, they, mm-hmm. they're trying to talk about Renesmee and they're still talking about Bella. Like, it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um Bella's missed her child so much that she's referring to Esme now as her stranger baby. Oh, no. Which is sad. Um, Yeah. Now, here's the thing that I love about this. So, Carlisle and Jasper, well, everybody, but particularly those two, are very shook by Bella's responses here. That she can have, like, a full-fledged conversation Mm. and still be fine uh, especially because the fact that there's a part where Belle like gets defensive and then she's like no 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 like I need to check myself before I wreck myself nah, wait a minute and at like Jasper is shocked during all of this um, especially because when she finally looks over at him for the first time she sees all of his scars and apparently how noticeable they are with vampire eyes mm-hmm. there's about four pages of Jasper's scars yeah it's a lot. And then, because it's Stephanie, um, Alice is very excited for Bella to see what she looks like as a vampire. And so, of course, she runs off and comes back with the biggest mirror possible so that Bella can see her new self. And during all of this, folks, she refers to herself as, quote, the alien creature. So... Great. How's your self-confidence doing? Yeah, how's your self-esteem doing, Bells? <laughs> What's up? You wanted so bad to be a vampire so that this would hopefully go away. But of course, <laughs> in Bella fashion, it's not. Um, my favorite thing about this, though, is she literally asks, like, who was she? Like, Bella's literally having a who is she moment, folks. And it's a lot to handle. She sees her eyes for the first time. And she's, like, shook because... <laughs> Red eyes are a lot to handle, probably. And she's talking about the fact that 
she's going to be like this for months and she's very scared. All of this stuff. Anyway, Jasper is pissed because when she starts thinking about this, she gets V anxious for a second and then calms herself down. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm fine. Got Okay. Hey, I'm fine. <laughs> Don't even um, worry. I'm great. I'm great. And Jasper is surprised and excited, but also like annoyed and confused by how she's just reining all of this stuff in. Um, it's a lot to work through, but there's this point, and I, I want to underscore this a lot too, because when Bella's looking at herself, she's like, they have this conversation where Edward's like, I'm trying furiously to read your mind and it's not working. Where? Um, Bella says, oh, well, I guess my brain will never work right. At least I'm pretty. <laughs> and... <sighs> Folks, Jesus, folks, I just, I hate this. I hate this. None of this. Absolutely not. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but this is my hell. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, Bella, you are literally, no, you're not (laughs) just, stop it. You're not just kidding. Hey, stop. Hey. The chapter ends by Bella deciding to go hunt, and she's very excited about this. <laughs> it's kind of all that she's wanted for the past year and a half. Um, right, yeah. And so that's where chapter 20 leaves off, <laughs> and it's a lot. <laughs> Next week is chapter 21, First Hunt, uh-huh, and chapter 22, uh-huh. Promised. Yes, yes, yes. And might I say, the most important day, because <laughs> next week's episode will be coming out on Christmas. On yeah. Christmas. Yeah. It's great. It's going to be our Christmas episode. Cody, why aren't you so excited? It's Christmas. It's oh, Christmas. I'm, I'm excited. Oh, my. It's not Christmas yet, but get excited. It's always Christmas. <laughs> you can't. No. But, yeah. It's Christmas. Great. Get excited. And here's what I'm thinking. Also, Did happy you? Hanukkah. It's Hanukkah right now, so happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah! Yes, happy Candle Nights. Happy everything. You're all doing great, living your best lives. Um, the one thing that I would like for their Christmas episode next week is, did you ever ask for Twilight merch for Christmas? <laughs> did you ever receive Twilight merch and not want it? <laughs> did you have any experiences with Twilight and Christmas? I want them for always. Please. And email this you. to us into the twilight show at gmail.com thank you thank you thank you thank until you so then we have a couple of reviews to discuss uh, 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 uh. now would you <laughs> no don't make me do this all right no. uh, fine fine <laughs> i'll i'll take the burden and i'll do it it's about this re- first review is about you anyway so i can read it and it'll be great um, I this it. first review was written by, and I can't believe we're going to about to fucking say this person's name on this show, but here we go. Um, Donald Trump, TM. Yeah. And the review, the review, folks, it is redeeming. The review is, <laughs> the, the title is It's Banana Bread, but it has the emoji for banana and the emoji for bread. It's very good. It's very good. Could you tell me about the second reviewer, please? The second reviewer is A Flower 2015. I love that. Yeah, great. We love a year. We love a flower. (laughs) And I also love a five stars, so it works out great. So, hey, we all win here. Hey, it's all great. Could you do me the honor and tell me about our $25 patron? 
Um, I'd love to. Uh, her name is Rachel Swan, and she's the light of my life, and I love her. And thank oh. you for being a patron. Yes, thank you, Rachel. <laughs> we also have another Rachel, our, one of our $10 patrons, Rachel Black. So thank you. Uh, uh, You're awesome. Uh, 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 uh. Um, also, very much thank yous to Jessica Stanley uh. and Katie Weber uh. and Jessica Hale mm. and M. Zuley. Yeah. Do you want to become a fictional Twilight character and also be discussed by us? The it's dream. that easy. Yeah. Super easy. Just go to patreon.com. Slash into the toilet. Slash into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> just go to patreon.com. And you know what? You'll get there eventually. Just, just you, yeah, figure it out. Just I believe in you. You're smart A people. couple clicks. Yeah. Yes. I have a very important fan fiction for you this week. Oh, no. It was written just for us. I love it. By Becca Reads Vic. Mm-hmm. The name of this fan fiction is A Demon Baby by Any Other Name and then in parentheses, would smell as sickly sweet. Okay. <laughs> it's part two of the Into the Fan Fiction series, which... Oh, shit. Why the fuck didn't I call this Into the Fan Fiction oh, for the past no. year? <laughs> oh, no. We fucked up. We fucked up. And the summary shit, of this well. is a bullet-fix style look into Seth's thoughts and life, with a few of my added headcanons about his early life before he was genetically forced to become a furry. <laughs> There's honestly so much to unpack here because it's it's not really a story, but I thought I would just read a couple of the bullet points for you. <laughs> I'm oh god, okay. So one of them uh, is, anyways, Seth was really hurt when Edward didn't tell him that he was back in town and that he had to find out secondhand from Charfather figure. But he forgave Edward when he found out about Bella being pregnant with his demon spawn because the poor guy never even learned how to roll a condom on a banana way back in 1918. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, <laughs> so the other one is, so then Seth joins up with Jake's pack, but then his sister starts cramping his style, like, let him live. This 14 year old just wants to hang out with his boys, <laughs> i.e. Eddie McWondersperm and Jacob oh. Ross from Friends Black. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because listen, I love Jacob. My Jacob, not Stephanie's Jacob. Oh my and, God. Okay. But Jacob, Stephanie's Jacob, is definitely Ross from Friends. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yes. This whole thing is fantastic. And so I good. can't wait until we get to the part where Bella learns about Renesme and Jacob so that I can finally delve into why I don't think that Jacob is the right person to be with Renesme. But that'll be Great. a preview for later. A real hot take, I bet. <laughs> It's it's a very popular take, but yes. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think like morally, yeah, <laughs> just um, in general. But yes, so thank you, Becca, for that, and please thank always you. write us fan fiction. Please God. Yes. Oh, and scene. I forgot. I need to say that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is that was been, all. <laughs> we were just reading from there. <laughs> um, somehow Becca wrote the script for us, um, yeah. and we've just been reciting it. <laughs> this whole e- episode was just a script. Everything <laughs> is the Truman Show. Nothing is real. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> as we say in four, uh, get bit. <laughs> This is an Earbud Media production. You can follow the network on Twitter at Earbud Media. You can
can also follow this show at Into the Twilight almost everywhere or check out our Tumblr at intothetwilight.show. Our wonderful artwork is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at yourghosthost44 on Instagram. Our music is done by Eli Krause, who you can find at krausefilms.com. The intro and outro is done by KB underscore underscore Smith on Twitter. You can follow Allie at Into Wild Places, and you can follow me at Dyke Discourse. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye! You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, John? I just wanted to uh, confirm that we were recording Monday. Yes. Uh, what are we recording for? Oh, it's our new podcast. Our podcast. The the, the Strange Little People one. Strange right? Little People, yeah. Yeah, the one on Earbud Media Production. Mm-hmm. You can find it on YouTube. You can listen to it. The one that we update every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, dude. We have new guests all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Most of the time. Yeah, and we talk about current events and stuff. People should listen to it, right? Uh, yeah. It's really cool. I think people would like it. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but I, mean, I hope you would. Did you put out the ad yet? The uh, flyers? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now, as we speak. No, you're sitting down. You're no, not... no, this is happening right now, as we speak. John, why did my hand just go through you? Oh my god. John. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs>